Hello, my name is Hentai I am a cyborg. Welcome to the Gizverse podcast. The show dedicated to the King Wizard and the Lizard Wizard universe. Yo, man, hot take. I honestly think that album is the best album that they've come out with. We need more cookie. A multi-dimensional universe with an invisible face. Welcome to an altered future, brother. Once created by a band, is now sustained by its fans. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hear the road train a-coming, baby. It's a-coming. Open the door to your mind, cause here are your hosts. Tommy O'Neill and France in front. I get lost thinking in that intro sometimes. It's a long one. Well, listen, know? dude, it's uh, long and hot. It's a minute. It's a minute. That's a that's that's like sitcom intro. Yo, and, and this then, is the the Gizverse sitcom here. So that's true. That's true. Here we are. I love that my hot take in it is. We need more cookie. Hey. Like that, that's why. My hot take. If you know me, if you've heard the podcast, you know that's always my hot take. So, well, I researched many, many episodes to find those sound bites of you <laughs> saying more that. Cookie. And, uh, we need more cookie. And the the one thing that you kept repeating over and over again was that, which is we need more cookie. It was in lost episodes. It's a steady theme. Yeah. Hey, steady what's up? Theme. How you guys doing? Welcome back to the Gizverse First Podcast. You. This is a fan requested <laughs> podcast <laughs> episode. You ask. We mm, deliver. Mm, mm, mm. We're like FedEx. What's That's up? What we do. Yeah. At your doorstep worldwide. What's, what's up, guys? You asked for more. We're giving you more. Uh, we, we, we do want to start putting more of these bad boys out just as much as we're putting the other podcasts out. So, mm. hey, you request, we, we deliver. We okay? are. That's what's Gizzards up. doing stuff, we doing stuff. That's fair to say, Brian. That's fair to say. Even if this is an album review from an album that came out 14 and a half years ago, that's yeah. fine. You know, yeah, but still, in the comments, it, it was the, uh, um, it, it, it's been requested in the past, it's been requested in the future, and it's cur- currently being requested right now. It's like an Omni request. Damn. And here we are, delivering it like UPS, baby. I thought it was FedEx. I can go either way, to be honest with you. It just depends on what kind of year it is or what type of year it is because then the price is really fair. You know? I can go either way as long be- as it's getting there. Especially when you're buying stuff from Australia because that's when the prices really are jumping up and down. Boy, oh, boy. You know what I mean? That's when I'm, who are we? Are we and FedEx? We're saying jumping we up and down. Represent? We mostly mean just jumping up. We're a podcast of the people. You know what I mean? The podcast of the people. The number one podcast of the people. Undeniably. Critically acclaimed. Yep. Zero rules. All for the people. All for the people and Eric's cousin. Thanks for listening, guy. Uh, did you did you happen to get uh, Joe uh, to respond to your text or see? No, he, I did not. Is he working right now? Yeah, grinding. Not, I'm sure. Yeah, you know? no, he's not. I mean, we can't all be living. Uh, probably taking a shower. If we're lucky. Yeah. If the universe is lucky. Because Desert Days just happened. You you chose to not go this year. You you were like, you know what, camping again. You, that sounds horrifying. This time I had, I had to skip it. You know what I mean. I will say, if Gizzard would have been there this year, would that have, would that have really set the the mark? Maybe. You would have went it w- if it was King Gizzard. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Last year was Gizzard and Pond, but I mean, not that this year's lineup was any worse. It was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Flaming Lips, but Shintaro Sakamoto, big fan here, had to cancel because of the travesty in Japan. It's kind of why I wanted to bring it up because uh, I thought that was a you know pretty. At least an interesting piece of information that happened because two years in a row, it was he the headliner, right? 
No, he wasn't really head. I mean, okay, one of those like, uh, you know, featured sets, so to speak. Not necessarily a headlining set. Okay, you know? but um, still, I mean, that was when I saw his name. That was forty percent of my intrigue to go to Desert Days. Right. So, the fact that he didn't play, I would have been, I would have been more hurt about that than Tame Impala last year. And that's what I was gonna bring up. Two years in a row, Desert Days gets wildly whopped by Mother Nature. Right? Isn't that crazy? The Beast herself. The Beast herself. Yeah. Lord of Lightning shut down the last one, and then you know, the the tsunami came down. The one waiting to crumble the castles. Yo, well put, my man. You know what I'm saying? Well put. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So, but uh, from everything Joe said, it was a it was a hootenanny of a time. So yeah, he had a blast. And I don't mean to make light. Everything that's going on in Japan right now is a travesty. Anybody like, who's out there, it, that's I don't know that that's crazy living on an island like that. And I have mad love for Japan. That that is my what? number one. If I was gonna go live to in a place that wasn't America, Australia is up there a hundred percent. It is up there. That's it's up in there. That, it's yes. in that top five category. Absolutely. I'm gonna put Japan in that top five category as well. I don't, I don't disagree with that. You know? Yeah. Solid, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if they want us, but they I mean, don't. I'd be pretty happy about that, it. Those are the places that I want to go. I want to go to the places that don't want us. I think that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I thought everybody wanted Americans. I don't think that's everywhere. No, I absolutely do not think that. Yeah. <laughs> I did when I was little. I was like, oh, my God, we can, go, we can live anywhere. And they'll yeah. be like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, times have changed. But as we proceed, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's an odd world, Brian. It's an odd world that sometimes you put your odd mints together and it creates an odd place yo if it's not an odd place i don't want to be there let's put it that way yeah let's put it that way right here right now which brings us to this week's wonderful i think episode we're gonna be a little passionate about it because i have many feelings about this you do i do i do we're gonna be reviewing odd mints this week my friend yeah of course we are you know feeling pretty good about that for those we do have listeners that are blind and for those of you that are blind that now you know what this podcast is about. We got to point. the bottom of it. That's right. Our our sneaky words I think you were able to dissect. Now you know what we're talking about. Ottomans, baby. And if you are not blind, maybe you're deaf, you know, and you you want to watch this podcast instead, maybe read it. Well, we have that available for you on YouTube. You can look in the comment section, click on that, and you can watch uh, these podcasts Bam. being televised. All over the planet. Yeah. We recently got signed by NBC. Again. Um, can't believe it. You know? We're pretty excited about it. Extended our contract. Uh, it's a creative it's contract. It's really big. Yeah. It's a, it is big. Uh, basically, free coffee every time we are in the area. No of, problem. Um, La Crosse, Wisconsin. It's a very small place. No um, questions asked. It's right next to uh, Ed Gein, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. That's where we yeah. get free coffee at. So that's our hookup. I'm going to be doing a El Gizverse podcast pretty soon in yeah, Spanish. It's true. Espanol for our, our Hispanic listeners. We so. are expanding. So make sure to subscribe and like to the channel. That way you guys get all the updates. You know, any other stuff that we got going on, sketches and other funny stuff we're bringing to the table, you guys can get that live and uh, right on the spot, baby. Yo, that's, that's good. El Gizverse Latino. Wow, dude, that's a whole vibe, right? El Gizverse. Right? We'd, Yo, have to, we'd have to get uh, uh, somebody else to do it, like co-host it with you. <laughs> just me. Or just, just me talking. Just Yay. be funny. <laughs> me sitting there just like, uh-huh. See. 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 Oddments is the fourth studio album uh, by the Australian psych rock band. Psychers, bro. <laughs> King Gizzard and the Little Wizard, according to Wikipedia, it was released on the 7th of March, 2014 on Flightless Records. It peaked at number 13 on the 
ARIA albums chart. Oh, yeah. After being released on vinyl in 2018. That little repress thing. A little repress did some money making is what they did. They did. They did. Not a bad move. That's one of those that got, got remade. And it needed to. I, I wanted a copy of it real bad. So much so that I kind of put oddments on on the back burner till the repress came out. So full full disclosure, you don't have uh, the oddments album. Oh, I do. You do? Absolutely. Why did we just listen to it? Why didn't we just listen to the album? That's what I wanted to know. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I thought it was a vibe. I didn't, come on, why would you assume I didn't have this, man? Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Wow, that's crazy. Come on, dude. So, so you do have it. Of course. Wow. That, which, which, I love this shit. Which album press do you have? <laughs> the the Flightless Repress. The I believe it's purple? Yeah, it's God, purple. Now, now I got to go get it and put it on the back. We we had it. We could just bring it. Now come I, on, man. You can't pause. This don't, ever, don't ever assume I don't have a King Gizzard album. Wow, man. Well, then you're just lazy. You should have you should have brought it up. You know that we we bring the visuals up right here, so we'll have that in the background. So if you guys want to go check that out, you can. Um, it's a it's it's a great album. It's reminiscent of the Gumboot Soup, or is Gumboot Soup reminiscent of Oddments? Bingo. Yeah, that's bingo, what it bingo. is, right? This yeah. it, the band is so put together by a bunch of different elements and a bunch of different creative people that you need albums like these that. Tie everything together. Tie the whole band together and don't necessarily have a linear plan and a place to go, a, dis- a-, a beginning, middle, and end. They don't right. have a story. This is just, hey, we're going to talk about some Vegemite for this next two and a <laughs> half gonna minutes. It's going to be lit. Is that cool? Okay, we're going to talk about that. And for Gizzard, that seems so unusual because like they're so wonderfully you know, themed, so to speak. Like Their albums, like you know what's going on. You get it. Which is a big part of, I think, the fan fandom behind that Absolutely. band. Right? Yes. No question about it. Like, yeah, we we like these little these little tales that they spin us, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, the definition of oddments is, like, a creative project made from separate little entities. You know is what that, I mean? Is like, that what it is? I yeah. didn't know that. It's like, a, it's like a, yeah, stuff that usually, and I think it even says usually from unfinished projects. So, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It It's... That's you couldn't describe it any better way than that. That's what's going on. That's here. really the perfect way to put it, and it's also a good way to describe the band in some kind of way. You know what I mean? I feel that, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to get too too wicked deep with it. We bro. gotta get wicked deep, brother. This is what we're here for, man. Yeah, we gotta get damn wicked deep. So A R I A is Australian Records. Yeah. You know that, right? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, we don't. I guess. We'll go by when the songs happen. We'll talk about who wrote it and stuff like that. So their for their love, they they did pretty well. Uh, Infest the Rats Nest is pretty well on that on that chart not too long ago. I think they were like second or whatever, yeah. maybe even first. Don't now quote these, me on that, it, but yeah. Their other albums charted higher, and they get in the U.S. charts as well, which is pretty hard to do. And now they they just like cracked into that world, which is right scary. I'm 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 afraid of that man. It's like almost, you can't really include that when you're talking about albums like this because it's almost unfair you know what i mean yeah yeah when you're talking about success of of the album because this album compared to ariana grande or whatever yeah it's a little different that too i i more or less mean like in terms of infest the rat's nest or fishing for fishies like those their fan base is built off of oddments right and it's all leading up to this. People aren't <laughs> buying oddments 
the way that they are now, but it's not the same. It's for it doesn't chart. It has to boom all at once. So right. like when Infest comes out, people are so excited to buy it, the fan base, and then there's additional people that are buying it just to be like, oh okay, let's check this out. Yeah. So like that's a whole other thing. Yeah. That's how that booms off, and it it's just hard to compare it. It's interesting to think of it like that. But um, if we were to look at the total sales of it, I would like to see that total album sales. I'd be curious about that. How much? I don't know how you get a hold of that information. It's probably online. Well, because and I think I mean with the 2018 with the represses, I think that'll give you a good a pretty good description of that. Because how I mean, you still see on the Reddit on the fan page and stuff. There's just people who oh, just got my first few vinyls and they got four records and they're you know all King Gizzard right. just from their catalog. So I mean, yeah, they're and man, they're one of those bands that you need once you start. You want to get all their stuff. Like it's it's crazy. It's, it's true. Crazy. It's like it's comic book collecting it's it's all that stuff yes it's it has that vibe even if it's not your baseball favorite card thing even if it's not your favorite your, your favorite player your favorite comic you still want it in your collection and that happens right. with giz like maybe it's not your favorite album from them but you want it i'm gonna put this out there i don't know put how it. i'm gonna it's my idea so fuck you if you're gonna steal this spooky okay you should contact us first Please, and if it's already a thing, well then fuck me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there we then go. I, yeah. Then I'm the asshole. Everybody's getting fucked. Right? Everyone, yeah. everyone's getting fucked. We should make action figures of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Like, figure out a way to get custom made King Gizzard Lizard Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to just. I'm my as I was saying it, my I messed that up because my brain was thinking of designing it as I was saying it. But like, how wild would that be? They would be amazing. They would look cool, right? Um, yes, it would look very cool. I would amp it up. I would do different characters. Like they would have costumes of different characters. Maybe right, like songs right. that they've done, and it's like their superpower or something like that. Yes. Like I wouldn't just want to make them just on stage, which would be no, cool no, in its own right. But that is cool. But make I mean, them like a superhero type vibe. So what I could think of like that is like Jason Galea during this like the U.S. show. Mm -hmm. He made one one of the posters. I don't remember what city it was for. It's kind of like that. I mean, he didn't make them but they're action fi pictures of action figures of of them so it's like the like invisible face guy there's like the the dude from the people vultures video with like the horns and stuff that's cool you know what i mean there, there's one that just says like naked cookie and he's got like uh <laughs> he's like written all over like in the um self or the organ farmer video oh uh, that's cool you know what i mean so it's just like yeah so that's i'm amazed jason galea hasn't done that yet i'd buy him They'd be very cool, man. Talk about collecting. I'd buy them. They'd be it, damn even if they cool. release like a uh, you know people vultures. Oh my god, what thing? But that's a whole. That can't be cheap unless you're making a bunch, and that's got to be expensive. But they might. Anyways, let's get down to it, man. Let's start talking about. <laughs> I'm intrigued this, this now, man. I want to start too. buying some action I'm sorry, figures, bro. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take us down this. This is the Gizverse podcast. There are literally zero zero rules. rules. On okay, this hold podcast. on. But before we move on, would you play with the action figures or is that going to be strictly boxed forever uh, for that type of thing? So I have just recently make fun of me if you want, but been like buying and receiving them for my birthday, little toys of like Marvel <laughs> and stuff like that. And yeah, Rick, and, Rick and Morty yes. action figures. I, I haven't taken anything out. Right. Um, I don't know what I would do with it. Cause if I had them, it depends on the situation what they would look like, but if it was if I could set them up as like a band, probably set them up That'd as a band. Be That'd be neat. pretty cool. That'd be pretty That'd be neat. Pretty cool. And then if there was a people vultures guy behind them, like I would want to 
put them up like they were fighting something. I think that would look pretty cool. Or they were fighting each other. You know, or what like, I mean? like they're all fighting like something. a different, uh, like like a Marvel a character, universe, like, like the Incredible Hulk or something. That'd yeah, be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a gamma knife. You know, like the those like monks and shit, like the hoods set up a little gamma knife thing yeah. that would look crazy cool that would look pretty uh demonic but also pretty neat but worth it baby yeah all right man we're on it guys so you know donate to the patreon and we'll get this uh yeah the <laughs> get these dreams going more money you guys give us the, the more the dreams get pushed the better ideas that i will make for you guys all right it's no just problem contact me i just want intellectual rights or it's a it's a big thing in today's society, if you haven't heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oddman's, uh, what an album, am the, I right? The first song is one that I can't pronounce, you can't pronounce, but you speak Spanish, so I'm going to let you say it. I don't even know what that means. Is it, is it Spanish? It's got no words in it. It's just all instrumental, very stewy. This uh, is what, Aluda Magica, that's what that sounds like. This song sounds like that. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It just yeah. sounds like wacky, kind of sneaky. Madness. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I mean, the, the horse in the background's hilarious. Like, like what? <laughs> what is going on? They, um, obviously, they've used up to this point. They've messed with sound effects in their songs, and they ain't it's shy. Kinda, it's kind of cool. Um, it does remind me a little bit of a of a Doors with better recording in terms of the drums. Like the drums kind of sound. I'm, I think they recorded it, so don't get me wrong, but they sound fake. They sound like a stock drum set in the... Uh, right, that sounds like a super basic drum beat that... It just doesn't... It sounds like... I know it's King Gizzard, but it just doesn't really sound like King Gizzard. So it's it's interesting. This... Yeah, that, that's actually a good point. It doesn't sound... I mean, honestly, you can make someone, if you're newer to the Giz, Giz verse, you can make an argument a lot of the songs on the album don't sound very Gizzardy. That's um, true. You know what I mean? This one, maybe particularly, I, I might say. Yeah. Okay. I can buy that. Fun um, time. I, I like the a lot of out, like weird percussion going on in the background. You got the tambourine it's bouncing. Odd. Yeah. Seeing them do this live would be very cool. Yeah. Just jamming out to this for a while would be crazy. Coming into this off of in a in a river, uh, jam yeah. out of nowhere. Oh, be like, oh what? what? Half the, the audience knowing what it is, most they, of them uh, not. Dude, no, no, dude, they did it, dude. Yeah. They dropped it. There's some vomit, coughing. Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this concert is lit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think it's a it, it's a fun start. It sets, it puts the odd in oddments. Yeah. You know what I mean? It 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 really lets you question what you're about to get into. It's like, huh? What what what's about to happen here? I can deal with this. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Fat fat start. And then I feel like um, it proceeds from there pretty well. You just it, not much to say on it, right? I, Instrumentals are tough to dissect any, I, uh, any more than that, right? Perhaps you know, because I guess we're not breaking down lyrics. But I think what you said about the the, the doors thing is accurate. I didn't think that till you mentioned it um, earlier, and I was like, oh damn, yeah, for real. That has that that kind of vibe, like the organy vibe. Yeah. Um, also, I said a second ago, sneaky. There's something. Uh, like I don't old timey sneaky about it too, like mm. a like a private eye kind of thing, and he's like a kooky. I could see that in like Ace Ventura or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like where he's like, yeah, just a wacky guy. Again, puts the odd in oddments. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Deep, right? You just you you want to? I can feel you wanting to move forward. Um, something we got to move forward, man. Yeah. You got someone else on it? Because I don't. And I know that Especially this, this song, song you like this, this song a, a lot. Listen, man, this is a, you know, a special one. This is a special a, one. Man. I'm going to let you, you know, talk 
talk to talk on this one. I'm just gonna do so we do all the lyrics and just sing over it. And, you know, Go for so, it. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that to the world. Um, so this, guys, I feel like I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before. It was a uh, first King Gizzard song I ever heard, and Tommy doesn't remember this, but it's also the first he's ever heard. Yep. Um, on a playlist, I was like, "Oh, King Gizzard, that's a weird name or whatever." Let me throw it on. Heard stress, and I was like, "Oh, that's a groovy tune." Spotify. Spotify. I threw it on my uh, Groovy Lucy playlist, you know, and uh, history was made. Also, have a very soft spot for this song. Um, I, I know you've seen it. That video is just Stu and Ambrose. They're, it looks like a, it looks like a coffee shop. It's it's not, but it's a of little, them doing that, yeah, I've definitely seen that. It's just Stu and the guitar, Ambrose on harmonica and stuff. The very few live performances of this song. Yes, yeah, and it was it was very it was just so raw, and like you hear all the lyrics so clear and well. Um, it's cool. Saying like how it's recorded too. Yeah, you know, like exactly. Soft and kind of like whispered. Right, and there's no like no effect. It's not like lo-fi or whatever. Like no, nah, it's just riggedy raw. Um, it was good. My favorite lyric in this is uh, "stressing is an instinct." He repeats it a couple times. Ah, man, I can't agree with that more. You know, like I, I'm. I stress so bad, it's crazy over nothing. <laughs> Stuff you can't control, and it just like <laughs> I'm sitting there mad, and it it manifests into anger, and then that controls and dictates what I do, and it's all kind of generated out of stress and anxiety. You, you told me yesterday we were filming, uh, we were trying to do a little, a little skit thing here and uh <laughs> a, hollow, like, a Halloween video, uh, a Halloween trick or treat, baby. What right. people are listening, dog? Let's go. You uh, you say it. Why am I so fucking mad, dude? Like, what's going on? Like, dude. just had me giggling, man. It's like, listen, these props ain't easy out here, guys. When, it, when, you, when you watch these videos, stressing, stressing is an instinct. Yeah, yes. it, there's also it, it, juggling a lot of stuff, and yeah. people go through stuff, and you need to hear songs like these where it not only allows you to relate to somebody else about being stressed out or having anxiety but it also helps you to calm down this is one of those weird songs that you can i don't know just you can take a breath on man you absolutely can this is a vibe this song has a vibe for sure um i think credit to this album oddments this is one of their realist albums if you want to throw that shitty ass term around um you know what I mean? Because it has a, a lot of the elements you mentioned where there's there's relatable songs on this. We're not talking about Altered Beast or like, uh, you know what I mean? Or Nanagon Infinity stuff, but Gamma Knives. Like th- these are these are a more relatable King Gizzard, if you will. Like, uh, And that's what happens. You write kind of about just what's in your kitchen, you know? You just look <laughs> around and you're like, what what's going on? What's it, cooking? Yeah, it's very it's very real. You know, very real, yeah. and it don't get any realer than this, brother. Vegemite, baby, it's a a song that has kept a franchise going for the <laughs> next twenty years. This band has single handedly right. kept Vegemite alive. Carry that rock. If you guys have ever eaten that, but holy shit, it is the fucking worst, man. People like it though. People, people mess like with it, it, dude. People you, people mess with it. I've tasted it never once. I've only heard it described, yes. and it's just like, ugh, what? Maybe it's great, though, man. I thought Maybe you're missing. I thought it was like a, a hybrid peanut butter Nutella thing for the longest time. Oh, my time. God, no. Could not be the farthest. That's so not it, yeah. Like grains and nasty crap in a brown mud pie. And, and it's not pretty. 
Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, but it looks so fr- it looks pretty and bad. That being said, I haven't put some avocado on it, haven't put some tomato on it, you know, and I haven't eaten it. So. See, that's that's what it comes down to. You haven't put it on your toast. You know what I mean? So we could be dead wrong, bro. I've seen videos of uh, giz giz heads in uh, various you know fan groups or whatever. And they post videos of them. Oh, I just bought a new thing of Vegemite, and then they throw it on the ground <laughs> or uh, throw it directly in the trash. It's so funny. I'd I'd be curious to try it. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'd be curious to try it. Do no. I think I'm gonna like it? I super do not. Probably not. But I mean, you can give me a Ritz cracker, give me a Trisket. I'm gonna dip it in there. No problem. I like the song. I will say that. I like. Yeah, it, it, it's it, fun. It's silly. It's silly. I don't think there's um. Altered meaning. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think there's like interior meanings in there, like some different stuff or anything. Like no, it's pretty direct, man. It's they, wh- talking about Vegemite. It's what you said. It's just very direct. This album has so, that feel, you know, where they're just talking about what's going on, how they're feeling, a specific topic. It's not super super layered, and that's not an insult. I kind of at all. I like a lot. I like songs like that. You yes, know, me too. I I can dig all that. Um. Again, especially from a band like this that's not necessarily known for that kind of stuff. Right. I like this. With King Gizzard, I think a lot, hmm, not just, this is not strictly King Gizzard, I think it's a lot of bands, but you hear their influences, their different influences on every album that they make, you know? So I feel like they make, sometimes they make music, is like, yo, like, what do you listen to right now? Like, yeah, that, that's what I'm listening to, cool, we should kind of like jam something like that. Like, that's what, for example, like, I'm in your mind, Fuzz, is the most like garage rock as hell if you want to put it that way like a yeah ty seagal oc's kind of vibe you know what i mean yeah so like and, and it's like yeah they, they progress so much like that and then you got some like oddments that just feels like so many of their influences all in one and i appreciate that quite a bit i enjoy that too do you think that also coincides with there just being like a crap ton of people in the band i think that helps tremendously yeah now i don't know yeah uh, yes that does coincide with that well that has to be the reason right I, I think you want especially with that talented creative bunch you want everybody's input man you want people and they're like yo well i've been jamming to this and like keeping that keeps things fresh yeah if you got seven dudes listening potentially seven different styles of music at the same time that's inspiring them it's like yeah we sh- let's get together and start jamming and make some music real quick brings a lot to the table brings a lot more than bands can get stagnant and boring and repetitive and this they're unabashedly recreating themselves on every album and just not really holding, not allowing the fans to hold them accountable to a specific genre. They're not gonna, they're not gonna be defined. And when they put albums out like this, they really sit in the pocket of that. They, it's not saying fuck you, but in a way, it's they're standing their ground. They're telling you what's good, and I love that about artists. This is our product I, today. I, I don't like. To be backed down by the audience, especially like either tagged down to something, you have to be this. I'm not saying this is how I look at it in terms of comedy, so I'm just gonna relate it to music in this in this way. Right. In a band, it you're going to see that band, okay? So if you could play what King Gizzard was playing, guess what? you would be up there. So (laughs) the reason you're going to see them is because they know what they're doing. Allow them to do that, and they will present you with their product. You paid your good money to see this 
very fine product. And so as much sit as, back. as much as you don't want to have ego in your life that's poisonous, you do have when you're that kind of artist, you do have to have a level of ego to say we're just gonna make what we want. Oh I, yes, we're gonna put that out there. And whether that's an argument, you know, you could say that that's not really egotistical. That's just you know how people are, but. Right. Or how it just ended up falling out. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, no, we just liked it. And, Which you know, that has something to do with it, too. Probably, you know? right? It's, but, it's probably not as well thought out as I, I'm, <sighs> I'm putting it. See, but I don't, I don't know about that. Because I, I, I agree with you in the aspect of there's some, and I you know, hate to use this word for them, there is some arrogance to that. If you think that your band can conquer every genre and every different album and that your fan base will be so loyal to it, which is accurate, that's what they're doing, there is a level of there is a level of arrogance to that. Like, oh yeah, thrash metal, no problem. We're gonna call an album "Infest the Rat's Nest" and we're gonna promote it hard and crazy and dark and nuts. And you're gonna be like, "This isn't the Gizzard I remember. This isn't Paper Mache. What is going on?" Like, and then you're gonna develop more fans from that, and you might lose a fan or two, but I highly doubt it. Like, that that's pretty cool. A little arrogant too. I love that. Yeah, I, I love that shit. I hope you're right. Um, when I talk to st- do or when we talked to Stu and Eric, I got that vibe of like this dude has a pronounced idea of who he is, <laughs> and that's yeah. good. That that that's good, man. As somebody, as people who are fans, that's what you want from the artist that you endorse. I want I want to see a growing project every time, man. Yeah, we've seen them quite a few times, dude. And like, a, <laughs> as you put out art, it kind of reiterates who you are. Yes. You kind of can redefine yourself through your art. Totally. And also reiterate and redefine who you are as a person through that. And it's it's interesting to see them all do that, not just Stu. No, they do. They, they, I'm talking about him yes. just because I had the opportunity to say a couple sentences to him and hear it, Quickly. Come, hear it come back out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, it, man. It's a beautiful thing, especially yeah. knowing how many artists don't have that wiggle room, you know? I agree. We're like, I mean, bigger artists that like they can't go to the record label and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do like a, like a psych pop kind of album." Like, yeah, no, we're not gonna endorse that at all. So. Right. And your fans are gonna think you're just on drugs and you've lost your mind. So right. you probably lose half of your, you know. Well, when you business. run your own record label, that that has a lot to do with their success as well yep. as being independent completely. And that having somebody that sacrifices their end on that stuff is huge. Having the tech guy like Eric Moore is gigantic. If they didn't, yeah, Stu's. I don't know what Stu does though, as far as like I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out of my ass because I'm in my head. Eric is he put a lot of stuff together for people to record at, and King Gizzard is utilizing that equipment and utilizing the stuff that he kind of has put into place. And Stu's a big part of that, and obviously no he, he's an artist and probably knows what the hell he's doing in the studio, but. You need all the components completely the way that they put it together in order to have yeah. King Gizzard, and it's such a shot in the dark on whether or not it would work out. So many moving parts, man. Yeah. It's Anyways, difficult. let's keep going forward before it gets a little old. You know what I mean? Ooh. I like this one. Yeah. Do you? I like this one. I like this one a lot, actually, man. This is one of those low-key bangers. Uh, th- the question comes up a lot of like, oh, if you're introducing somebody to King Gizzard, what's the first song you show them? Yeah. This has been one a few times for people. Not everybody. People, but people mention this one? No. I've never heard anybody mention it. Oh, I, I you, this you show this. I will people. show this. I've never heard it. That's what I was going to say. I've never heard anyone bring that up before. No, because this one's unusual. It's not yeah. like a, a you know, quote-unquote, a standout track from them, you know? 
but I think if you're like a casual listener, you like more chill stuff. Right. This is a, it's awesome. I it like is. this. The song is so nice. It makes me very comfortable. <laughs> Any lyrics stick out for you? Uh, yeah, because like I just said, it makes me comfortable, and then it does kind of the opposite. So just the fact of, of it getting old, like you're telling this chick or this, you know, your your lover, if you will, that it's all been tight, but I'm kind of, it, it, it's got old. It, it, it's all going to stay the same, you know? It's kind of, yeah. Is he talking about a guy or is he talking about a girl? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> uh, hot take, hot take. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of lyrics to this one, and there's not a lot of Giz songs kind of about relationships, right? Not not so many, at least not on the surface. At least not on the surface. Well, I mean, directly about relationships, where right. you're talking about a very specific portion of a relationship, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That rarely happens in the Gizverse. That's very true. Yes, yeah, so you don't you don't see a lot of that. Now, when you do, those tend to be standouts for right. the most part, you know. But but no, that's not a super common theme in the Gizverse. <laughs> it's not super lovey dovey in there. Or the fans are lovey dovey to each other, but yeah. I think. Yeah. So good. I like this right here. Yeah. And like that. That's like shitty, kind of. It's interesting. Well, we haven't talked about the song. We we never talk about the songs beforehand. It's true right. on purpose. Oh, definitely on purpose. <laughs> it's interesting. You, I can't. I never thought this is about a relationship until you said that. Um, and I'm looking through the lyrics, and I can't see where that is a thing. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I love this about songs, but right. it's interesting that you saw this as a relationship between like a man and a woman. And I, I didn't see that. I just saw this as kind of like him talking about somebody like kind of in his life. That's not really good for him to have anymore. Right. Which is accurate. Like that could be, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a lover or whatever, but that, that line, like I'll keep my eyes on the movie screen. Uh, if I can stay at your house, like, that's kind of shitty. You know what I mean? That's like a that's a weird side because I could see that doing with like a chick. Like, I'll hang out and stuff if, if I have a place to crash tonight. Like, yeah, this is all good if I can crash. You know, like how mm-hmm. is it benefiting me? And that's an unusual gizzard subject. Mm. You know what I mean? That that's weird. To, and you're just there, but it's got old. Like you're you're not happy to be there. It's it's got old. Yeah, I love that about music. I like <laughs> I like seeing different sides of of things. And then they told you, like, no, dude, that's about my dog, bro. That dog was an asshole, bro. Right. Like Tyson's. I was like, yo, that dog was the worst. And we had to put her down because it got old. Like, damn, dude, that's so dark, man. Fuck. Bro. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Tyson style. People have no idea what you're talking about right now. Tommy used to have a really, really bad dog. It wasn't my dog. It was my stepbrother's dog, who was also <laughs> a weird maniac dude. And then yo. that, yeah. And he did to his dog what then he later on did to himself. So. <laughs> He put them both down. You know what I mean? It oh, got old, man. Wow, that was good, man. Yeah, man. Wow, that was, that was a good joke. Holy yeah, shit, dude. Sorry, Gizverse. I got you. Know, I got nah, it. you're welcome, bro. <laughs> you're fucking welcome. You saw my brain work for free, baby. Babooey. <laughs> no, I'm saying, brat. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> um, this next tune is probably my favorite Yo. Um, on the album. If I'm gonna pick one, uh, it's what the lyrics for stressing. Um, this song kind of does like oh, yeah. the relieving of just like <sighs> that initial that boom, dude. I can't. 
I don't know how stoked all you guys are because I know there's a debate of like, are they doing drugs, man? <laughs> are they not doing <laughs> drugs? You know, everyone's talking about that all the time. Um, whenever I've been tripping or I'm on a trip or whatever, I have to listen to this song once and or twice or maybe eight times. Who knows? Who knows? Some trips are long, bro. <laughs> Some are longer than others, man. And I... I need to feel this song in my body and soul, and it re- yeah. it pulls something. It pulls bad things out of me, and it those, those drops are, are bad things sweating out of my body and being pushed Goodbye. out of See into you, the universe that are dissolved by positive okay. <laughs> nature and en- and energy out there, and it's just like Joey's here. Joey's yeah. here to 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 tuck you in. <sighs> It is incredibly nice. I wish I could have saw this live, man. Oh, man, yeah. They've been playing it a little bit. Um, like, he couldn't have played this song instead of, you know what I mean? I don't want to bring it up. We already talked about it. Listen, listen, man, listen, listen. It's a positive. It's a positive. positive. We got to keep things positive, dude. Keep it positive. Always, man. Shout out, Laddie. Uh, I agree with you. This is like, I feel that lyric, man. I can't. Lay my whole head down. It's like always being like that can be taken and swallowed so many different ways, man. That like means a lot. And you know, this is obviously you know, yeah, relationships. There's so many layers to this tune of personal doubt, movement in life, and just trying to figure out a space to be you. That's how I've always yeah. felt when I've, I've heard this song. It's just I've connected so many times oh, it, lyrically. It wraps you up, man. This, this one song. gets you. Yeah, I agree. Especially in like I hate to be that that guy, but yeah, it hits the spot heavy. Like this is, I correlate the song with Acid, bro. Like seriously, like I I, I think of it. They, they go hand in hand. Yeah, me too. They go man. hand in hand, and like that's I didn't not want a, to say that earlier, but yeah, <laughs> I agree. it does. It's I insane. Agree. Like it's crazy. It, it sets a sets a vibe. I I feel like this is. It's not the first song from King. G- it's the first song I love from King Gizzard. Where I was yeah. like, "Wow, this is this is the band." Okay, I get it now. Also, the song with the most listens on Spotify from King. I Gizzard. can believe that. I, I I find that so. Un- it's just it's it, that's unusual. This is a tune you can show your girl, and it's also a tune you can make sweet love to, and uh, it's good. It's a good tune, man. This this song's all around nice. I love that their most potentially, arguably popular song then. Was was from Joey? Like that's that's crazy. He doesn't have that many in the catalog to to one of them be such a standout on an album called Oddments. My favorite cool. favorite part of the band is that they <laughs> have like a basketball team, man. It's like a starting lineup to <laughs> with a, basketball a deep bench, team. man. They yeah. got a they are deep. They are exactly. deep. They have the yeah. They have the lineup, dude. They have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Rodman. <laughs> they got it, dude. They got it. Who's Rodman? Um, you don't want me to start doing that because it's oh, going yeah, to get, get insulting. Whole episode it's going to get insulting. <laughs> We're not going to do that right now. If I was going to oh, have to say Scotty, who's Scotty Pippen? Joey's Joey Scotty Pippen. Joey's absolutely so, like, Scotty Pippen. Rodman is obviously Ambrose. Oh. And like, oh, who's, who's Eric? You know what I mean? Does that make him? That makes him Steve, Steve Kerr, Kerr because he's, he's a Kerr. coach. You know, like who who are we talking and like about? Point guard. Because, like, I mean, yeah. you could argue a drummer is... Uh, I don't, no, you, you but it's the way there, that he's sailing the ship other ways. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a different thing. That's a different thing. 
This is so a niche conversation right now. People have tuned the fuck out, okay? We cannot talk about this one. It's the Bulls. Everybody at least knows Michael Jordan and the Bulls, man. I'm just going to keep it on. I'm not going to... Uh, Bring it back. I'll play it one more time. No, <laughs> because the shortest song ever is about to play, and we're not going to have anything to talk about. Yeah, it so... Yeah, it, so, so uh, <laughs> <coughs> let's just let it um, rock through. What the hell? Oh, what? Oh, easy, easy. Too man. fast, too fast, too fast. <laughs> That's how short the song is, man. It just, you know, zips on by. This is like a, a theme song for like a killer ass, uh, like a cartoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Sunday morning cartoon. Stinky's house. Yeah, it, it means nothing, <laughs> but it's so great. And I'll tell you what, this is a story that I have for this song. It's the only thing I have to say about it. Okay. Oh, yeah. When you, whenever I plug in my phone to iTunes, uh-huh. everything's in alphabetical order. Well, guess yes. what comes up first? A, B, A, B. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. Like That, that is, is a pretty perfect way to start. Yeah, though. yeah. Every time I click. But it's every time. So I'm always trying to turn it off. But it oh is a 17-second song, and it's not that hard to deal with. And it's just kind of nah. – it's like when Tony Stark turns on his uh, Iron Man machine. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. welcome, sir. It's like that. Your iPod's doing you a solid, bro. my little intro music. This song is kind of your your tune. Because, as you've always said, we need more cookie. We need more cookie. Well, what better than a song about cookie? It's good. Tell the story, dude. Not a lot of people know it. Tell the story about like how, yeah, because you know what this what the song's about. Not everyone knows what the song's about. Do I know what the song's about? Yeah, you always Do told I know me. It like that? Yeah, I mean, you always told me that Stu wrote it because of uh, Cookie would sleepwalk. Oh shit, that, that is a thing. Why right? would you make me say that? That's your story. You told me it. Yeah, so wow, dude. that's guys. The Gizverse is very. Deep. I just I'm blew sorry, it. I just blew Brian's story, but yeah, so. You told me that basically he was, they were on tour and stuff like that, and he, they talked about it a little bit, but he noticed that Cookie would just get up and start oh, sleepwalking. Shit. So he wrote this song, Sleepwalker, and it's about it's about Cookie. He'd go to the kitchen, get a few sweets and treats, and, and then, then go back, hit back to bed, and just like, I, I feel like them on tour just seems like the happiest group of characters ever. Like yeah, they just yeah. seem like the most like pure jovial dudes ever. That's so funny, and this. Yeah. This song to me has that vibe. It like, definitely embodies it. You yeah. Can, you can picture it's like a goofy little tail, and then like in the background, this animation that's happening of like Cookie just kind of half naked walking through and like his whitey tighties. You of know? course, whitey He wears whitey tighties. There's, There's no, no question about no it. No way he doesn't, dude. No way. Tucked in polo shirt for whatever reason <laughs> into <Jamming>. the whitey tighties. <laughs> white, the white polo shirt too. Just yeah. Like everything, yes, is a good look. Uh, yes. Okay, so this is fun. I like this one. Um, I won't say my favorite of the Cookie Jams, but I like that old school feel. It feels like so like um, I don't even know what age to put on, like fifties almost, like uh, old timey. Yeah, and Cook Dog is one of the masters at that. So yes, I, I appreciate him. Appreciate him good. Yeah, boy. Appreciate him good. Any any hot lyrics on this one? That uh, I was looking for. What do I like? So that's the old sleepwalker meme. Oh, I caught you sleeping on the wrong side of the bed. Wait, hold on. Is everything fucked here? Everything's fucked here, man. Well, I think this song is uh, a good one for the catalog. Um, it, it's kind of what you said. It's fun. It's very... 
walkie, you know, you can put it on and kind of fromp through the city and just have a good jam, you know? It's fun. And it definitely... I've done that a time or two to this, for sure. <laughs> when you... I feel like in music, when you can truly emulate what's like an action through music, if, if that makes sense, it sounds like he's sleepwalking, like through the song. It feels like a peaceful little fromp that you're having through the house, like, you know, and you're just like maybe cleaning, you know, in the middle of you doing <laughs> right. it, and just oh, like shit. eating some stuff, making breakfast, and then you just kind of head back to bed as the song closes off and just think of the dog, you're the dog. Just have a, a, a quick little three and a half minute uh, sleep sesh. Which is funny because some people describe their sleepwalking sessions as terrifying. So, uh, like, yeah, start, I woke up in, a, in the cold sweat. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. It's the waking up that's terrifying. <gasps> but if you go back to bed, then you're fine. It's the waking somebody up. You can't wake them up. That's the whole thing, right? That's what I've heard. Have you ever witnessed somebody sleepwalk? <sighs> Maybe. I can't remember. I've, I, I'm a terrifying sleeper. Terrifying. Um, <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying sleeper. I, I have, like, horrible nightmares. Um, I just had to get an, a mouth guard for when I sleep because I just I bite down uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on my mouth so hard. I just have vicious nightmares, and um, I, my wife has woke dared to wake me up a couple times in the middle of it, and I'm I mean I've said crazy shit. You know, she's told me some of the stuff that I've said, and it's just it's maniac stuff, man. It's maniac stuff, and I'm I, it, I'm jolting up from nothing. That's the closest that I've come to to sleepwalking. You know, it's like that's the cl- okay, yeah, that's a no that's Will Ferrell, no, yeah, like, what? what's Shit. going on? Like, <laughs> what? Oh my god, man. yeah. If you have nightmares about about Will Ferrell, that's never that's bad, dude. N- never, ha- I've never seen anybody sleepwalk. Have you ever caught anybody? Probably not, right? You're asking never. me the question. No, never, no way. Yeah, I'd be interested. One of my coworkers was like, "Yeah, I think I sleepwalked the other day because I woke up with a bag of uh of Doritos all over my bed and." I definitely didn't uh, take them to bed, so that was pretty weird. Uh, that's yeah. Food's probably an easy one. Like if I was gonna say, I sleepwalk like peanut butter last <laughs> night. Um, I didn't remember that I did it until this morning. So if you're gonna say like, and then I was, it kind of like came back to me like, oh yeah, that's right. I so did that. <laughs> I wake up with a jar of peanut butter next to the bed surprise, with surprise, surprise, spoon <laughs> in it, and I don't remember how it got there. And then. I know I cleared out some cookies because I had to move s- some some bins into each other. There was like you know, Ooh. like five cookies left after there was ten there last <laughs> night. So dozens of cookies. God knows what I did. So food thing, yeah. Sleepwalker. Because I I don't nourish myself properly sometimes, and I'll pay for it at night where I don't sleep right, and then I'll wake up and just pound sugar because right, your right. body wants that charge, and sugar's the quickest, easiest way to get that charge. <laughs> even though you should be, you know. It's basically telling me I didn't eat enough veggies throughout the day. It's supposedly what the, the thing is, but what do I know? But what do we know? We're I just, just listened to Radio Lab podcast. And it, there we true. go. I stopped listening to that crap a long time ago. Good, Damon. It, it got your brain. very, you know, just they, they had their agendas and they're pushing. It's kind of like this agendas, podcast, bro. you know? If we you pushing our Gizzard agenda. If you don't like King Gizzard, bro, fuck you. Get this out. is a, the wrong podcast. Leave this podcast right now, okay? You, you got to get out of here. Walk out. You can dislike it and walk and out, okay? Get out. We don't want your fucking like. Get out. <laughs> Heard it here first, guys. Hot takes. No rules. You don't like King Gizzard? We don't like you, bro. Period. Happy Gizverse, bitch. <laughs> With that attitude and flurry of, of <laughs> anger. Ooh. Move the next song. Bam, bam, bam. This is one of the uh, original tunes that I can remember from King Gizzard. 
uh, mainly because of the video. It was wacky. awesome. Wacky it is video. awesome, but it is a wacky one, man. It, it brings all the elements of what you need for a King Gizzard video. It's perfect. It was. It sits on its own like most King Gizzard videos do, unless they're all thematically tied together. Uh, got some cool visuals. Man, uh, oh, man. Uh, awesome stuff happening with Stu that you don't see ever again. They never re-emulate that, where he's like his face is melting <laughs> and stuff like that. Himself, yeah. And they use that. That image has been reused so much, where Stu's doing this with his face, <laughs> where he pulls down his eye with one hand. That definitely is a reoccurring theme where Hot wax do. you see that a lot. Hot Wax doing this. What do you think this song's about, Brian? I think it's about, like, wax, dude. I think it's about, like, the, like weed wax. You think you so? Know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Like, because I've, tr I've tried to, like, dissect it before. I'm like, is this just legit about potent ass fucking wax? Maybe. You know what I mean? I, I honestly don't know. I'm trying to correlate it to something else. I'm like, wait, so what else would be that wax? Like, yeah, I don't know. And as as melty and trippy looking as the video is, I was like, you know what? I might just go with that. Maybe, because I, I would say, I always thought it was acid, but it could be weed. I, I thought that, like, they were talking about just tripping and everything's turning to wax. And, like, this is what's happening when you're tripping balls. And he's kind of, like, envisioning it. Especially when he's at the towards the end, he says, "Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on, uh, safari with me." <laughs> safari with me. This is such a, a surf rock song. This is like fresh out like some Beach Boys shit. That's true. Could be wax, like surf wax. True. Could be surf wax if that's the case. Oh, wax, yeah. That really lays the the surf theme. Yeah. Wow, learning, guys, learning, learning. If you guys, I, you know what my favorite part too that. I, I love when people go into the comments section and they give us their opinion about what certain songs are. Please do I that, love yeah. knowing what you guys think about shit. That is so fucking interesting. Really, that's the awesome part of music, man. It like, really yeah, is. You can correlate songs and vibes to the whole different things that have nothing to do with what the artist is talking about. Yeah. So if you guys have a different idea or perspective on what we're talking about, please yeah. leave it in the comment section and we'll talk about it in the next podcast if, if you guys are cool with that. And if not, you know, just leave it there and we won't tell anybody. Just a little secret. I'll like it and not tell anybody. Gizzy secrets. Gizzy yeah. secrets. I will say this song, the one uh, downer to this song from the video I saw didn't translate very well live. It was kind of crazy. I've never seen it live and I think that's on purpose. I don't think they play too many songs that they can't play live. If, it's if they not, can't yeah, recreate it, they don't do it. Like we don't, we don't love this. But we don't love this. They understand that people are coming to see a show, and obviously, after seeing them multiple times, they understand that people are coming several times to come watch their show. Oh yeah. So they need to reinvent what they're seeing and kind of make it continually exciting. Yes. As much as they can. And they do a damn good job. Exactly. I think they do too. And not to say it won't pop again in the future. We'll see how it goes. They, they might do it. Could happen. Yeah. Speaking of, you a little emotional. I super, am. especially thinking of old Cook Dog here. I'm gonna cry, man. I'm crying, bro. Don't cry, bro. It's a happy song. So you know what's okay? Cook, Cook Craig is sprinkled pretty well in this song. The Sleep Drifter vibe has has a cookie feel, but then you got crying, which is a legit cookie vibe. It's like, damn. Now we talking. Yeah. And this has a, I mentioned that with Sleepwalker and Old Timey feel. This one does too. Almost. Dare I say, like, Beatlesque? You get a Beatle taste in there? 
a little bit, especially because it's about a relationship. He's talking about a girl, and it's very simple subject-based, and there's not super layered in it, and that's exactly what the Beatles are. Relationship songs, super simple, very unlayered. You don't really have to figure it out. I love when... Back in the day, people were like, what is the what are the Beatles talking about? What do they mean? And then you'd ask Paul McCartney, and he'd be like, oh, I don't know. I was really hard when I wrote it. The hell yeah, dude. I think I fucking didn't know either, dude. <laughs> I'm jamming, bro. I saw him in an interview when he was in his six, like recently or whatever. I don't know. He's not in his 60s now, but whatever. He's super old. And they were they asked him what they were talking about. His mom passed away when he was a kid, and he's like, out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I mean, I wrote that one lyric in yesterday. He was like, yesterday, you know? Was I talking about her? Who knows? Who knows? It's like, dude, you don't oh, fucking know, deep. man. Like, that's, <laughs> shut up. That's what I think about the Beatles. So, I don't think, I think they're the most overrated. They're not deep at all. And, yeah, this song, it has that, and I'm not insulting this song. So, so wait, wait, hold on, what are you saying then, man? You I'm saying this song's a great tune. It's straightforward. It's very catchy. It's clearly about a girl. You don't have to think about it. I don't listen to it that much is what I have to say about it. There's a lot of songs in this album I don't listen to that much. Probably, I feel that. Probably my least listened to album that I've I that is in the King Gizzard catalog. Least listened to in the Gizzards catalog. I, huh. I listen to King Gizzard for emotional responses often. I use them. I'm a user of King right. Gizzard. Melt them down and load them in the needle and I, flush them down. I give them a lot of me. But at the oh, same yeah. time, I also am a user of them. You, okay? you, you demand a lot from them also, of course. Yeah, but I'm more when I, right before I go on a show, if I go up on stage or something like that, I'm going to go ahead and bring the heat. I'm going to open up with some stuff. You know, I got I got a little playlist. Nanagon's in there for sure. I got I got some ride the, I got Lord of Lightning. Got to oh, ride yeah. that lightning, okay? Got to ride in. Fuck you Metallica. There's only one Lord of Lightning. <laughs> that I I I need that emotional response. And then I have my chill gizzard uh playlist. That so it's this album isn't go to. I have some songs on here that I go to, but it's right. the least listen to album where I'm pressing play from the beginning and I'm listening to the whole thing. I don't have huh. that. There's so many albums that I can do that with them on. Um, and then this is not one of them. Okay. For me personally. I got that. Yeah. I get that. Thanks for understanding, bro. You're I such a good friend, you, bro. You, you really are. I get you, buddy. You're a good friend. People, people have questioned it, you know, <laughs> people say no. I've heard know, people every call, day, you know, they, they call me up and they're like, yo dude, this Brian guy, I've seen him on the podcast. That clown. Listen, Listen, FedEx guy, okay? You need to get your fucking numbers right before you start come talking shit about our podcast. I know you're listening to it. I know you hear us talking shit about FedEx us. and the insane high rates when we're trying to send merch or trying yeah, to buy merch. You know what I mean? There's a lot of... Don't, don't come try to break our friendship up now. You know what I mean? Big time FedEx coming in here trying to ruin Jerks. us. Big FedEx. Amazon exists now, okay? Yeah. It's almost like they got some kind of pipe dream, you know? Oh, ho, ho, ho. I wish the song was another 20 minutes. I wish this was on, on quarters and was one of the quarters, you know. Why, yeah. Brian? Describe why. This takes me right into Cosmic Blip, right into Laugh About Life, uh, which is right where I like to be with my pie pie and my cookie. It has almost like a southern, I mean, crying does too, that southern twang to it. So much fun. I just wish it was longer. I could, I've melted into my bed to this just to wake up after the minute like, oh, I need more cookie. It's also pretty surf rocky. Yeah, it has like that whole. It's sunshine. Cookies, 
all pie pie stuff to me is always a sunny day i don't i rarely listen to that stuff in in the evening it's usually oh it's hot outside cool cook dog what time is it feel that vibe feel that dude it's nice man it's a jam dude just gonna let it roll on through that's a diddy bop this is also just right on spot what you what you said what the fuck why i have this on like scramble play or something scramble like that. play the worst <laughs> i should not let it i should have learned from the last one i didn't we i already learned that lesson that's it's okay we put it on oddments mode yeah you know what i mean so it's gonna it's gonna scramble it up a little bit that's fair and also more importantly there ain't no rules on this there podcast. ain't no rules brother um, this one is exactly what we talked about at the beginning. It's just like they looked out the window and saw some homeless guy in some Adidas. We're like, hey, I oh, have man. an idea for a song. And then they recorded this song. Do you think, reading the lyrics earlier and stuff and kind of like running through it in my brain, you think this is strictly like like you said, saw a man, created a narrative? Or could this have brewed from a conversation with this gentleman? I think saw a guy, brewed a narrative. Brewed a narrative. Brewed a narrative. Made it up. Yeah. I'm... I'm and I'm projecting because that's what I do. I, I Same. If I'm going to make a joke, which is the only way I could relate to their level of... I can't relate to writing a song like that. Songwriting, any songs I've ever put together were just like pieced together, you know, <laughs> by bit by bit. I didn't have like this overall... You know, so, yeah, whatever. I don't get into that. There's... As far as jokes go, I'm making a lot of it up in my head because it's... You can go places where you're not restricted. You can add some details from the real stuff, but... Right. The making it up, it's fun, creative, and it's all around. I think a better, yeah. better way to go about it, and that's probably what he did. He's got, he's a smart, crazy little dude, but for or, sure, maybe not. Maybe he went to a, a coffee shop and he talked to him for thirteen hours and maybe got, got all the info. I think the homeless in Australia are different than out here, perhaps. But yeah, he might just be, did wrong. Might just be camping, but I think to you know ca- I mean? call somebody homeless like that's pretty specific. It is. It really is. It's sp- specific. It is. It's also a song. So it's like eye catching to call somebody a homeless man. Eye catching to get people to watch it. And they're not where they're at right now. Right. Um I, I, I question mostly if it is like this like the constant um explanation of like I'm not lonely, like the city keeps me company. Like there's there's people around me. So it's like that's what it seems like. Is that Stu's idea of like is that how he would feel if he was homeless? Is that what he's assuming this person feels like? That's why kind of thought of maybe this was a narrative he heard from somebody else you know what i mean from this gentleman in, in adidas could be maybe could have watched a documentary you know could very well be yeah something totally. like that got yeah. like an inspired by a story that he heard i can very much see that actually yeah you know um this is this is an unusual king gizzard song yeah right it's chill it's i like that, that like rain has, in the background if i was gonna put a vibe on this album it's chill this they, is they, they have chiller. peaks of uh, chaos, you know, like the little instrumental nuts, yeah, n- nut stuff going on. But instrumental nut stuff, I like that. Yeah, um, another band name. Three of the females I know that like King Gizzard. This is their favorite album from them. Yeah, believe it or not, you know, chill because they want that chill. They do. They want that. These females want that chill. I'm do not saying all females want. Do you want that chill? Sometimes I do, and then we get augments. I think they put something short and wacky after every. Potentially serious or yeah. like soft song. Like, oh wait, but this is odd. Remember, this is all crazy stuff. Like, it's weird. In case you didn't know how to spell it, right? I would see that'd be so fun to see live too. That'd be so wacky. The album would be fun to see live. What? Which one are you picking? If you could pick one, the, yo, one song from Odd. Well, I already know the answer. Knowing now. what I know about Hot Wax, I would say Work This Time would probably be the one on the list that I'd want to see. 
What about you? Now that you've you know, seen work this time, you've already no, seen I it. Not. Oh, I, I thought not. they played it on the the no, place that you no, went. No, 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 so okay. Um, any any other banger you would? Oh man, stress would be so cool. Bro. That'd be so damn cool. I, I think I think they haven't played. They played that a couple times. Sleepwalker would probably be funny. That'd be um, so fun. It'd be, yeah, yeah. That'd be a jam. That's probably what I'd want to see. That'd um, be a jam. Any complaints about the album? Hmm. Complaints. I got I got some. Um. Why you yeah. think you you don't you think. Okay, because I'm gonna come back, and you better have one. Don't just agree with me, okay? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me too. It's no, pretty no, bad no, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I agree with what. I, if I was gonna have a complaint, um, it would be the album's too perfect. You know what I mean? If I was, yeah. <laughs> it's too great. Um, I guess if I was gonna have this is I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole. So follow me. If I was gonna have a complaint, it would be that it's less thematic and usually those albums are shorter for them and they have it's more of like a nod to each member of the band they're trying to like give this guy that a nod this guy a bit, nod yeah. this guy nod and um i wish sometimes that they would give members of the band full album control fishing for fishies i'm Definitely wrong about, you know, whatever my take on it. But I feel Ambrose, his genre of music was a little more backed on that. And then we have... Had that little twang that... Infest the Rat's Nest, which I'm guessing here, but feels like Stu was just like, all right, Stu, whatever you whatever you want, buddy. You rule. We I'm drool. very excited about this. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a Joey album. Let's get a Cookmeister album. Let's get... Or share a Joey cookie. That that genre kind of melds better of all of them. Maybe they share an album and have a more predominantly themed. Right. While right. It's, it's not jumping all over the place. And it's like, all right, well, this album will let all you guys just play while Stu's like, all right, this next one, though, I'm going to fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you guys get cozy and then we're going to push yeah. what daddy wants. If I was going to have a complaint, that may, may be that. And then also it's just. You can't listen to it. I can't. I can listen to Gumboot from the beginning to the end, and I'm satisfied. I can't what? listen to this album from the beginning to the end. I'm skipping tracks. I'm skipping the small tracks. Um, okay. I don't want to skipping sh- small tracks. I yeah. Can't say the full any of the full tracks. I'm skipping none of the full tracks. All the 17 and 25 second ones. And they just they're annoying. I get the Vegemite. It's probably I don't. I don't really like that song that much. Um, <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, be cool to see live. It would be. Aluda, <laughs> I could probably do without that one. Those are my complaints. Those are my complaints in the album. So then, okay, okay. I, I, I get those. I see all those. Um, I would like all those songs if they weren't so short. I mean, I like all of them already, but if they were longer, yeah, the, the, those could all be grooves. The, or, or connected. If like they mm. ended... The jam, if they ended the song like into the jam and then it connected into the other one, maybe that would make a little more sense with the right. what's going on or like reorganization of the songs. So that way it makes, but again, the concept, oddments. Oddments, yeah. So it's, it's like I'm def- I'm defying what the concept is almost. Right, like which that. Looking at a Picasso painting that. and like, oh, bro, the lines aren't straight. It's like, no shit. <laughs> Freaky, huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I still think it could be. 
Hmm. Some of them could be odd and longer. So like Aluda Magica sounds like um that sounds like some like Devo stuff. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they could put some lyrics behind that one. You know, or just like dude, that could be such a, a ripper on stage that Krauss is going nuts for five minutes. Yeah. Just going into that track. Like mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, maybe if they were to do that, if they were to play in the future, maybe that would be a thing and that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um so I appreciate the shortness sometimes. Short songs can be short and really sweet, and that's kind of the vibe here. But man, seriously, my complaint would be that some of the songs are too short. Like I said, dude, give me eight minutes of Pipe Dream and catch me stoked. Catch me stoked, baby. What 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 song are you trying to hear the most live? What, um, the, I, the one tune. I have to say, work this time. Work this time. Yeah, probably the same one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what's your least favorite song on the album? I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say one of the the short ones because that's I guess that's an easy toss. Um, it, oh man, this brings me no joy. Maybe Vegemite, I guess. Oh, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, I, I don't like saying that out loud, man. But okay, yeah, we'll say Vegemite. Vegemite? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll take that one. That seems seems like a, a cop out. That's like an easy one. That gets a lot of shit. What is uh? I, the one thing we haven't really talked about is the album cover, arguably oh, the sickest album cover that they have. Right? I, that was the background on my phone Does, for like a doesn't year that, and a half. Doesn't that elevate the album to the to the a, a, a higher level? Even though there's I'd some, be lying if I said it didn't. Some songs that you can't can't really take on there. That album cover I've thought of for like, if you get that on like a wall, that'd be like the coolest looking wall ever. That'd be so cool. Right. Um, I love the album cover quite a bit. That does add a. Add the pizzazz, if you will. I totally agree with you. So you're picking Gumboot over Oddments. All day of the week. I I, I mean, this is why we concentrated on the album. I mean... For some of you, some of you guys have listened to the, all the podcasts, and some of you guys are jumping in like right now, and some of you guys have listened just a few episodes. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be full of myself. Like everyone's listened to everything that we've said, so you know it. We know it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of our motivation when we started this podcast was when they, when King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard put out five albums in one year. We're like, yo, this band's amazing. There's a lot to talk about. We, we, yes. I was already doing comedy. I've already done podcasts before, and we talked about it, and it was a big part of the reason why we put the thing together. So kind of capturing all those live while it was had the albums were coming out, and then we were doing that. Doing these older albums is something completely different, completely different. We we, we didn't do those. So when Gumboot came out, the momentum behind that and where the band was, I can't compare it to this album. It's not fair to it. No, it, it's and not. I no, tried. It really isn't. I tried to mention that in the beginning. It's just like I can't go down the line. Anything past Mind Fuzz, I can't really. Anything younger, or I'm sorry, anything older than Mind Fuzz. Everything right. younger than it is, I. You have to put in that scale of like Mind Fuzz and later. How does it sit? Where does it scale? It Everything is, else is yeah. just like, all right, the band's still trying to figure itself out. So for an album that is just trying to figure itself out for a band, fucking incredible. This is some band's best songs. Oh, what? There's three songs on here that would be some band's best songs that they ever made ever. And that's their whole career. And this band put out another album, another, 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 another. They keep on going. They're, they are the kings of... That's your band's best song ever. Like exactly, eighty percent of of surf rock bands, 
Hot Wax is their would be their best song ever. And you can go down the list and do that for every single Work album this time? Dude, and I almost guess. every single genre. We keep joking. It's like when they're gonna start rapping. <laughs> When they, man, oh man. when are they gonna start mumble rapping? Yeah, you know? yeah, like yeah, put yeah. Out, put out a weird <laughs> rap song or and something like that. Lit. Just dominate that scene real quick. Like when? I mean, it's a joke, but it there is an essence of reality to it where it's like where where can't they go? Right. Where can't they go? And don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if like a popular rapper finds. So maybe it's not Stu and Ambrose rapping, but they're producing rap stuff. I mean, uh, Tyler the Creator messes with. Alex from Mile High. I see a what lot. you're saying. I you see know what I mean. What you're saying. So if if they produce a rap thing or whatever, that'd be you know it'd be amazing. You know if like if Chance er- finds them as like yo, if I'm Eric, taking acid again. Like <laughs> Eric, Joey, and um, Stu just made some beats. You know what I mean? Well, it'd, be, it'd be crazy. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I could see that. I'm seeing like an EDM thing more first. Some an electronic thing when um like Acarine came out and stuff, and people were like, oh my, yo, easy the best. There's a whole sub culture of giz fans like oh my god a full album of that would be the illest thing gizzard ever did like this and that so i think that's in the back burner somewhere cool that would be my the the one time i get a shit on an album on this <laughs> podcast that'd be great it's so hard to make up crap to hate on giz, giz it's not albums. easy man it's not but we gotta still give some perspective on it it's only balanced yeah. we just said how great the album was for 45 minutes flat we Isn't gotta it amazing gotta say something in course in contrastive of it so um anything else you want to tag on here grand scheme very good album very good shit i love it i look I, I said i don't listen to it that often because i lo- it it's nostalgic to me you know yeah. It reminds me of those days of like just finding the band. So I, I, I try to kind of stay away from it and listen to it on occasion. I agree. Um, I'm kind of on that same page with it. Uh, I just, I'll, I'll listen to songs. I'll continue doing what I would do. Right. I'm like raising the, uh, um, raising their Spotify listens individually <laughs> to each, uh, anytime I hear, you know, yeah, just, I, Anytime you see a song that's like, why does that song have that one listening? And it's on oddments. It's your boy, Tommy. What right? up? It's me smacking <laughs> it as a bunch of times as I can on that. Hell yeah. Um, guys, if you're listening this far deep, we greatly appreciate all you guys' help and just supporting us and listening to our bull crap, man. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing it, honestly. if it, The more people that subscribe and like that's for it, real. it definitely motivates us to keep putting these out. Um, so if you want us to stop, just stop doing that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it would just yeah. really break our hearts and, and prevent <laughs> us from moving forward in life. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, if you guys do not mind, don't mind. If you guys don't mind, please like, subscribe. That helps in the algorithms for people that are uh, just coming onto this podcast and looking for other stuff. If you want to go into YouTube uh, and watch, there's a all the stuff sits in a, a playlist. You just click play and it'll run through um, all of them. So a thanks a lot for listening, stuff. guys. This is the Gizvers Podcast. My name is Tommy O'Neill. I'm Bryson Trump. Uh, for comedy dates and all that other stuff, visit my website, TommyO'Neill.net. We're going to have some merch up there with T-shirts from the Gizvers Podcast and our other podcast, Bust It Wide Open. Bust it. If you guys like this one, you might like that one. Check that one out, too. If you subscribe to our YouTube page and our uh, podcast channels, you'll get both of them anyways. So talk to you guys soon. Take care. Peace. Peace.